0: I'm joined by a very special guest today. You guys might know him as Matt Hummel, but the Star Wars conversation that we had not too long ago, you can check it out on our YouTube channel. Hummel, welcome back to the Don Shields Unedited Podcast.
1: Oh, it's going to be fun unedited.
0: (laughs) Always is. So for people that don't know you, can you emphasize what you want to do in life, what you do in life, uh, who you are as a person? I'm Batman. He's
1: Batman. (laughs) No. Obviously, Matt Hummel, you heard that before. Uh, I'm just a guy who wants to open up his creative box and just explore every possibility I could throw out there and have fun with what I have to offer in this world and also help people if I can. Nothing in particular, just business ideas. Someone's on the side of the street. I run over. I mean, I help and I save them, you know, like stuff like that. Maybe some dark humor here and there.
0: A lot of dark humor. Um, so I want to ask you to get started. I know this, we're going to discuss Venom today on the podcast, but before we get into Venom, I do want to take us back to a little bit of reality because you and me, we haven't talked about this, uh, not a lot since it happened, but we had the shield of hope, uh, disc golf event that happened. Yeah, it was great for the fans. I don't know. Um, well, for the fans that do know the fans, I don't know that watch the channel that are expecting a reel here soon and the real, I don't know if it's going to come out before this podcast or right after this podcast. But you'll get to see a highlight of how things transpired on that day. So in your opinion, how, how was the day?
1: Uh, that was pretty well done. Um, for a first one, you avoided the impromptu, that that typical problem of how are we going to do this? Let's just roll a thing, go on the fly. We did have that issue in the beginning with filming, which, well, I mean, honestly, that's the, that's the footage you're going to see is the beginning. And that was us basically moving at a snail's pace. I thought we were moving at supersonic speeds, but Donnie was like, no, no, we're done here. Knock it off. And I'm like, I, I could do this. He's like, you know, and I was like, okay. All right. Um, but other than that, you know, we had a fun, it was a blast. Uh, we got some good shots in the, in the few that we did and I think it was a really nice day overall. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. It started off a little chilly, but it picked up nicely. And it wasn't too swampy, thank God. That's what I was worried about. It was No, just I, water was,
0: I was worried about that to an extent as well. Um, you know, I, and I saw listening back on when I'm editing this, you're like, oh, did he not tell you to wear boots? Yeah. I, I did. I emphasized the first one through three were bad. And uh, that's all I want to say. Did you really? I did, actually. I told them both.
1: Okay, because, well, even Jesse, though, too? Well,
0: Jesse's played there before. I just there I, was no reason for him like, not to know.
1: I well, that's true. That is completely fair. I just feel like no one took that seriously, and then when they stepped in like some of the mud, they were like, "Oh, this is bad." And it's just like, "Yes." <laughs> I still wore my Crocs. It didn't make a difference. Oh yeah, well, yeah. You're a like, trooper with that. You know, you're just, up in the river with Crocs those.
0: everywhere. If you're not Croc-ing, you are not crocking, you um, are not rocking. Talk. Please sponsor the show. But no, I <laughs> overall I thought it was a very successful day. You know, we raised money for Quilts of Valor, which for people that don't know, I will actually drop the link in this description. Uh, Quilts of Valor. It hits home because it was my well you guys know jake from the show but his grandfather uh they had a ceremony for him for the korea war so they gave him a quote not too long ago and it kind of it helps you know the quotes are for the idea of being com, com- like something to hug you and snuggle you and like comfort, comfort yeah it's, um
1: fred's finest
0: but for and i don't want to speak on a part of his family or be on behalf of his family but it was a very emotional time and that did a lot of good for himself so um, I felt like that was the first one to go with and that's what we did in 2021 and we're continuing that here in 2022 coming up Uh, so that's a little brief intro but yeah so welcome back to the podcast and we're here to discuss Venom we're gonna go with the non spoiler first so you guys can uh, you guys don't have to to run away from the podcast real quick you can wait because we will you'll see it pop up at the bottom of the screen for people that are listening to us only on, on Spotify you'll be able to, we'll put the time code in that you can skip to or when that comes up. But for the people that are watching, spoiler, we'll come across the bottom of the screen when we are ready. Uh, first of all, first take, just tell us about the first reaction coming out without spoilers. So what was the first reaction? Right what the, the movie
1: itself? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, I've been saying to people, what I've typically been saying, I don't want to say right away because I, I feel like someone like get upset about that. So I'll just leave it this way. Really good movie definitely a fun watch like the critics say actually you told me this donnie is that you know if you like the, the critics said if you like the first one you're like the second one I think that is hundred ten percent true I am very much the person who can watch a movie of just Tom Hardy and Venom going at it back and forth and there's I would say the opening act you know I'm not really this isn't too spoilery or anything it's just it's just their natural relationship at this point uh, it, there's a good amount of that and it's it, it I'm pretty sure I was laughing throughout the theater, and you could, people could hear me that were above us, because that's how, to me that's how hilarious that is, and I could just I could watch a whole movie of that, like a full like two hours, even three hours, a TV show, like I could just watch that, because to me that's hilarious, of stupid stuff. But in general, though, the movie I think was well done. I think Sony continues to prove that they don't have to follow word for word the comic books, and they can invent their own creative new ways to make things interesting and spice it up. And I think that's what other studios should probably look at and say who is in charge of this because you are, you know, you're doing really good. And I I really do feel like as far as the fans go, people can see that and agree with it. Not everyone, but the majority will.
0: The fact that it, it made more in the box office than even the first Venom on opening weekend. Did you know that one? I only did it set the pandemic record. It actually.
1: I didn't. More than I know shows. that's about to get beaten by James Bond during this time frame. Well,
0: okay, so let's let's before we even real I, quick, I, would,
1: I just want to say James Bond at the time of this recording is about to come out. I believe either tonight, for the first showings, or it's tomorrow. But either way, it's about to happen. So currently, Venom Two is still on top. But go ahead.
0: No, I would like to. Uh, I think James Bond is a strong enough character too, and this is going to derail oh, us from the Venom conversation, yeah. but. I don't know. Like in America, okay. Overseas. Overseas is gonna do well.
1: Oh, James Bond it already has. It's I just don't destroying. know.
0: I don't know if it's gonna be Venom. Hmm. I don't I don't predict a ninety plus million opening weekend from it. I And here's my reason. So the younger crowd, which obviously from fifty to like teenagers, went to go see Venom. Okay. Some yes, older people too, fair, but yeah. like okay, but that's, no, that's fair, that's fair. James Bond is like the forty plus crowd that's completely
1: really and that's complete, it. the part i agree and with those are the type on. of
0: people that right now as we stand in the united states those are the people that aren't going out too much because they're they're avoiding social contact
1: do we know if their theaters only like venom was what do you mean so you know how let's
0: uh, are you talking about like the hbo like what dunes about yes like how no, some that movies... is just that is just theater only.
1: okay so venom was as well so this is like a completely fair fight at this point yeah. um that's actually really awesome to know uh and that says a lot too, just a quick side note here, as far as Venom goes, for theaters only, I'm pretty sure that beat that's beaten all these movies that had backup help with Disney Plus or mm-hmm. HBO Max or whatever else, but that's impressive. But I just it just clicked in my mind. I,
0: I believe Shang Chi did not get a it I prem, believe, premier
1: premier premiere access with Disney Plus.
0: Did they still do that with that one? I didn't see it up on there.
1: I'm pretty sure I know if, Black Widow did. I'm pretty sure the issue with black widows was because that wasn't specified in the contract, but I think they went back and looked at it, with you know, moving forward, but mm-hmm. um, I could be very well wrong about that. I mean, I'm sure you could look that up at some point, but I'm fairly certain like 90 percentile you know, that, that from premier access is what's moving forward. And that's what I'm waiting for. I just waiting for Shang-Chi to show up on Disney plus. I'm just going to watch it because nothing against the movie. I just really wanted a moon night movie and that's apparently not going to happen. So I'm a little butthurt about that. So, I'm gonna just wait for Disney Plus.
0: Well, Venom, in my opinion, getting back to actually Venom, um, I I compared it very much to Pirates of the Caribbean too. Yes, when we a talk, good because it's a very filler episode, filler movie.
1: Okay, I'm surprised you threw that out there that quick. I was um, trying to avoid that.
0: <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not going to avoid it. I mean, for people, this is probably going to come out a week later from when we're talking. This anyway. is true. This is true. But the fact that it's, it's not that it's not good because first Pirates of the Caribbean was really good, third one was really good that tied up. I actually do enjoy the second one a lot. With David Jones, yeah, and that's um, what I said. Even to though you, he was rolls that... into the third one, I do like the chase kind of going down for the the locker. I just and... think
1: it's very hard for you to not think of the what is it even called the the mill the the mill they're fighting yeah, the on. Wheel. To me, the wheel is too iconic to just say it's like that movie's. Eh, you know, it's forgettable compared to the other two. Because to me, I if I were to like quickly rank those, I and I haven't watched it, these in a while, so it, it could. I've watched the first one several times, hence why I feel this way. But I would put. My favorite is probably the third one, then the second one, and then the first ones. Because nothing against the first one. It's just that the world building that occurred in the second and third one was, to me was, especially in the third one, was nuts. Because the first one just felt like all about Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't. But well, the whole series is around Johnny Depp. It, it is. Without Johnny Depp, it's it not Pirates is. of security. I should say Jack Sparrow. I apologize to whoever's a fan of it. No, it's still Johnny Depp. It is still Johnny <laughs> Depp. Still ja-
0: yeah. Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp in every movie. We just forget the characters' names. Um, but it's a very filler episode. It's a really good movie, though. Man. It's a really good it's filler. A, I'll put it
1: this way. It's a really good
0: filler. Like, I watch a lot of DC and The Flash TV shows, and mm-hmm. you know when they're filler, because they're like, ah, you know. Okay, you can
1: tell but, when it takes off, like, a, a vacation. But from this, this even plot. though it was
0: only 90 minutes runtime, this thing yeah. flew through. It was full of action. Maybe you could argue they disrespected Carnage a little bit, but, I mean, they also tried to make it PG-13, which it that was an interesting... Well... When you say that, and I know what you mean by talking to you, but they we mean two different things though. As yes. far as this goes, when you when you said it shouldn't have been, it sounds like you watched a rated R film, but it was labeled PG thirteen. But really, you mean it? They should have never tried to make it PG thirteen. It should have been rated R, which I agree with.
1: I so, hmm. I mean, yeah, I do say that. So there's moments like, and this is like. Mild, like I, I'm going to bring up the the gas station scene. Do you consider that a filler at all? No, okay, on. or not filler. Uh, spoiler. spoiler. No, you're good. See, I'm just misusing the word. Uh, so there's there's a scene as a, in the gas station, and Carnage goes in there and has his way with somebody, and they hide him behind the counter. while they it was smooth. It was really smooth execution, but they did off screen kind of beat him to a bloody pulp, and they didn't show any blood, and they didn't show really the hits that were taken to full effect to hide that gruesomeness. And I would argue right there, that alone, to me, that's the limitations of PG-13. Whereas Rated R, they could have fun with that and show uh, Carnage's true... I guess, I guess at that point it was Cletus, but Cletus is true. If you don't know, Cletus Cassidy is Carnage. Um, but as far as that goes, they could show his true nature more. I mean, even though they did in his opening scene, they really did. That is one thing I need to backpedal to real quick. Okay. Because I did not talk about this with you. His scream. His initial scream. Actually, there's a trailer of it online. That is fair game to talk about. But I'm not going to go into detail. But his initial scream in the prison was truthfully, I would argue, my favorite part of the film. Uh, it really? came out of nowhere. And on top of that, the tone of it was so unique. And it was overpowering. Like it just overpowered every other audio and it got quiet during that time frame. And it was probably the only part of that movie I would consider to be ripped from a horror movie just because it was that well executed. And it really did, it did an amazing job introducing the character. Not as initial scene where madness was happening. I'm talking about like the moment he actually walks around and does his thing. I thought that was so well executed. And if only that was in rated R fault, like the events following it, it would have been like the best scene, like that whole sequence. Out of the blown out of the water, like no competition out of both movies, in my opinion. But you know, I mean it was still really good. PG 13. That's just my personal take.
0: I mean, if, even the Mortal Kombat spinning that he did in the inside the prison, yeah. uh where he took out quite a few people with with I don't know what they're called, tentacles, whatever you want to call them that experience. They are but, like tentacles. So um you know, appendages, I guess. I mean using. if you want to get technical. But um I there was a lot of off screen deaths. That's which, which in the first one would have just been on screen. And listen, I get it. Maybe PG-13 brought them in more money. But I think the same people that would have went to go see it were going to go see it anyway, regardless of the rating. Um, so I don't know why you just didn't go harder with it.
1: I, that's how, again, that's how I feel. Venom is, you can get away with, so there's certain characters you can get away with, with PG-13. Like it's, if we're talking about like the 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 rated R, I guess, genre and like people that are like, that's very much their circle. You can get away with certain people. Like for example, Deadpool. I, it doesn't seem like it, but I I, can, I will pitch you away right now, okay? And I've heard, I read this online years ago, so it's not even my idea, but um, have a PG-13 movie with Deadpool and him being able to break the fourth wall, realizing this, and then each and every time he, he censors himself on purpose and, like, makes jokes out of it, you know? Like, son And then just be in, like, something stupid. And so he's like, sorry, kiddos. I couldn't share share that word with you. Like, it just it, you could easily work with that. There's more material and more fun to be had with that. Venom, it works. Going back to what I said about how Sony's creative with this, and they found a way to do their own thing, which again I applaud. Like seriously, good job for them. Like I, whoever did it, whoever came up with this, like, whatever team, like seriously, you're amazing.
0: They're just still not out of the woods yet. But. They're
1: not, but as far as that goes, though, the first one PG-13. I have zero issues with. If someone were to bring it up, I'd be like, listen, you're just upset because you wanted to rate it R. I don't care. And this is where we slightly differ, because you just kind of said it, and I already said it, but PG-13 in this movie, it did feel a little watered down. And it, with a character like Venom, again, they can get away with that. However, they introduced Carnage, who was even more chaotic than him, hence the name, but, you know, someone who just wants death and mayhem. And that's where it failed, is that, if they didn't, if it was any other character, honestly, they, like, even if it was, like, Craven, right? Like, yeah, he kills, he's a hunter, but, like, they could have pass that off still easily but it's someone who likes to make it personal hold you up and go and kill you and he had i don't think he had any scene well he did actually have a few scenes like that but a lot of it was off screen with the stuff he did and that's where it kind of fell down
0: mm-hmm. no i i completely agree with that and i really have nothing else to say to about it mean,
1: or beating the pg-13 horse <laughs> well, here
0: here's the thing you should <laughs> Andy Circus knows what he's doing. What Planet of the Apes. So they brought him in specifically for the CGI and directing it along that line. Um Ooh, I can I cannot complain about the look of the film. If anything if, if I'm going to complain about the look because we did one a little bit more rated R, the opening scene where you see Screech's love interest and him and what they reference as mutants which that could be spoilers, but not really, because we're only we're only thinking about what the term mutants can actually mean now in the in the universe. I didn't,
1: so this is something that he Donnie picked up on this. I didn't pick up on this, and that was something that I didn't even think about. Was that clever use? And well, nobody
0: really knows yet, so that's kind of a and
1: that could just be a loosely paced yeah. term. Like that's so Sony's trying to fall into that market of as you know, as we've talked about, we're going to be but talking that has
0: about, but hold on, but Sony has no right to the X Men, so that adds to specifically still being still thrown them, in there by Marvel.
1: But you could still use the word mutant. It's still copyright infringement. No, not like that. That's still,
0: tra- I believe that's still trademark because not yet have we heard, not yet have we seen, Disney Marvel, use the word mutants.
1: Well, they're and, avoiding it for because oh, they're just trying to set yes, it up. Yeah,
0: I get that. But I mean, at some point, we're not even allowed. And we're going to say this on air, but we're not even allowed to say Super Bowl sometimes because they come after you. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. You never heard about the Super Bowl no, thing? No, I. Didn't oh even yeah. Know about that. NFL does not like when you use the term Super Bowl. Why? Because it's their word, so okay. listen. Uh, that's not a new conversation. That's that's been out there. Okay, you need I to had, research that. I had no so idea. I would love to get taken them. down right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, FBI but, open up. But I almost wanted to see that t- that that style and tone because when she gets hauled away early in the beginning, which really has nothing to do with necessarily the whole film. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. So when she gets hauled away at the beginning, you see young Woody Harrelson like no you know or whatever and like screaming his head off because he's in love with this girl you know it was a dark tone to start and then got a little bit lighter and lighter and even even carnage's scene now the jail scene was like epically bad proportion and bad i mean like like bad like like, bad like
1: that's carnage's character doing its thing that's what so and and honestly i actually just thought of that um i would honestly say that the movie starts off dark and then it gets lighter like you said and that's and i didn't realize this but that's the influence of tom hardy and venom And I didn't realize that that's their tone. And now that I just realized that, I'm like, I really like it. But that really downplays that dark tone. And I'm like, maybe that's a good thing. I I didn't even think of that. But Carnage does what Carnage does. And and the character stays true to its roots. It really does. And it gets creative with how it's created, which is... And that's an overuse of the word. But uh, it's creative with how it originated. But it's character is true to its character oh boy i'm just reusing words all over the place the iconic concept of carnage is is true to its roots and i I think they did a good job there i just think that they failed it in a sense of elevating it and that's and that's where it goes back to that radar feeling but um as far as like the girl goes though like his girlfriend i'm gonna be honest i even know i didn't know who she was until like i was in the movie you heard me in the theater right yeah. i said i'm like i'm like who are you and then i, I was, i'm like oh i think i know who you
0: are well even i didn't know but i saw the, i do know who she i is saw now. the effect used every time like they op- she opened her mouth and like screamed and that vibration sound i was like i've seen that too much on dc like imagine from DC, what's her so. name again uh Scream. black
1: canary is yeah like
0: um well i think it's, it's just a canary because like canary. they keep alternating them
1: they do yeah there's like um, different canaries all right so. think canary that's that's what we're talking about here right? Think canary from DC if you're a DC fan. If not, then think of uh, whatever uh, musician has allowed his vocal chords. Adele. Adele. Brandon Uri. Uh, I
0: don't even know who else. But I have to talk about staying true to character real, real quick because eventually Venom, you know, as lighthearted as he kind of, as him and Tom Hardy and they have that connection, and it makes you laugh. Let's not forget Venom is still a villain. Or at least are c- going to consider him an anti-hero at this point, point. and that's going to play into a lot of stuff co- going forward, especially with the end credit scene.
1: Because are we going full
0: spoilers now? Not yet. Not yet. Right. But how do they eventually take Venom from this? If, if you were writing it, how would you take Venom from this? You know, laughable. You know, him and Tom Hardy have these great connections. Their banter, yeah. yeah Their sim- symbiotic relationship. They're going to have to go straight evil eventually. Because Venom, you know, based off comic books and everything else, now listen, this is a different universe. This this is a different cinematic universe. They don't have to use everything from the comics. They're not going to.
1: But eventually
0: Venom jumps from body to body, which will eventually jump to different characters along the lines of Marvel. So how do they get there?
1: So this is actually kind of, I'm not gonna lie. This is actually a tough question because of the current legality of things. Because obviously there's a split between the Marvel franchises and it's not, Well, it's not really much of a split. It's just kind of like everything related to Venom. But is, there's different characters within
0: the Spider-Verse that Sony owns the property to, that Venom in the comic books does jump to. I
1: do think if you're going to throw so, a Spider-Verse out there, you should explain that. Um, well. Because I'm well aware no, well of that.
0: Okay, so every character, and this is just generic terms right now, every character that comes along the lines of like a Spider-Man, like whether it's Spider-Man's villain, Spider-Man's Uncle Ben, you know, you know, whatever a... whoever it is it's a spider verse so all the characters combined are under like are under the spider verse does that make sense yeah to...
1: i i i know i so
0: in one of our previous small talks of this um like... listen, I, listen i'm listen, I, gonna send you a great clip because john campion even referenced the spider verse today and i'm over here like you know for for people that understand what the spider verse is we're just over here like okay, spider verse and and yeah. you're over here like what do you mean i just
1: want to no i just want to class or classify i want to clarify that in the legality of things it's on sony's end yes and not mcu this is completely separate if you didn't already know that uh it's very complicated stuff but i we promise it'll get easier as time goes um well it is
0: also let me state this out for probably our next conversation coming up here is sony and marvel this as far as we know with the legality is their last film where spider-man or like spider-man no way home that's going to be the last. that we film publicly know
1: at this time so
0: so eventually yeah. sony's going to be taking spider-man back um and so you know you could possibly have a venom and spider-man interaction i don't see why you can't
1: and that's honestly where this conversation's heading because donnie and i are very split uh and you might enjoy the banter here but um going back to that original question so, how would I make... The, the problem is, Venom, as a character right now, is more of a goofball than anything. I mean, he's obviously looking to do it, like, eat people. Like, he still is. Like, that motivation's gonna be there regardless, but... Well, he has to survive. He has to exactly, brains. yeah. Parasite, it's finest. Um, the movie does explore that a little more. Not too much. It kinda... And then pulls you back away from it, but... Going back to that original question, how would I make Venom the bad guy essentially? So if I had it my way, and it was easy to answer that, which I'm going to give you the easy answer, then probably the long-winded answer. Uh, easy answer is, however this would be possible, if I had all the resources available, introduce Deadpool and have the symbiote bond to Deadpool, and then Deadpool will take it off and go back to De- Tom Hardy. Because in the comics, that's actually like the most recent super secret origin uh that occurred and that's what messed up the symbiote in the first place like venom was actually a good parasite <laughs> and then deadpool's like yeah this guy's gonna good luck with that and he just put him off to the side and, and then ironically enough peter parker spider-man put it on and then after that he got to eddie brock eventually um obviously we don't have spider-man and we don't have deadpool so like i said if i could do it that way i would would do it that way with deadpool and at least have it so like give it to deadpool give it back to Eddie Brock and then he's evil cuz he would be all sorts of messed up but that's the short answer. Long-winded answer is if i had nothing to work with if i didn't have do i get Spider-Man on the table with this? Can i throw him into this or no?
0: You can get you can put Spider-Man on the you can talk even about Agent Venom if you want to. I mean okay. every, everything's ready to go. So,
1: i'm going to go into the let's let's go based off the world that that Sony has built so far. I'll just stick with that and then maybe because the easy answer is just you throw Peter Parker on there, and you could e- e- easily make a love triangle. Because it's it's not really a love triangle, but it's a relationship of that.
0: Well, let, let me let me do this though, because it might make your explanation a little bit easier. Yeah, so go for it. Throughout the comic books, throughout everything else, um, we know that these parasites, which is Venom and Carnage, as when they spawn away from and I don't I don't know the origin of Venom, but there's a there's a just god of the, there's here, a god of the symbiotes too, and they yeah, created whatever, you know, which I really hope to um, see one day. So apparently through time and space they can reconnect with people even from multiple universes yes. anything else with different parasites um could something like that make him evil too
1: so that's what's kind of like the hot scene like if you go online you could easily see it like i'm not even go onto a youtube video and you'll find it instantly but um well,
0: if you go on the youtube the whole thing's spoils oh yeah I mean, you'll find out, you'll the find spoilers out too too. So you I, haven't I, seen I, it yet probably don't want yeah YouTube. if you're
1: if you're waiting for like I don't even know what it would be. I guess if you're waiting for DVD. <laughs> if you're waiting for DVD, uh, whatever streaming service will have it, I guess, is I'll put it that way. Avoid that. But, um, yeah, I mean, what was the original question? Because now you got my phone. No, oh, but it's still,
0: you, how do you make Venom? You how do
1: you make Venom? Yeah, no, no. But I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I'm oh, sorry. It, okay, no, no, I had a brain fart. I know what I wanted to say now, okay?
0: We're having a hard time even thinking about it. But I'm sure the the studio heads already have this figured out. I do have an answer, though. But it's it's still tricky, so I wanted to... What I wanted to
1: say, though, as far as that universal thing goes... So... I'm all for that, and that everyone else is all for that. The issue is is that... And this is what was so clever about the first Venom... Is that he doesn't have all his abilities. Notice that they're all spider-related abilities. Um, With that being said... I don't think it's safe to assume that he has that multi-universal connection because if he did, I feel like there'd be more... I feel like Venom wouldn't keep quiet about that as much as he has. That's my own tinfoil hat theory right there. I feel like if that does happen, it'll happen later on. Like Venom 3. Awesome. Great. Prove me wrong. I would love to see it. Um, As far as the original question of how do I make Venom evil? I think the best way, I think the only way honestly is to kill off Anne, and that's his love interest if you didn't know
0: and that's both their love interest by the way that's
1: both yes that's both their love interest and that's and it's only the only other way i could think of is if there was some sort of villain out there who killed off dan just to torture Anne, and then torture Anne in front of venom
0: well you know i have a theory about that already
1: yeah and and that's my answer but go ahead that's something
0: we all well i can't say my theory because that's going to be for spoiler talk it's spoiler talk all right um but yeah, so and but if we're going to get to an agent Venom, you know, or if we're going to get to anybody else, eventually you cannot have the character of Eddie Brock connected because they are two separate people. Eddie Brock does not become Agent Venom. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah, and there's, in the, in the there's different people that get passed down Venom like the symbiote. So if you're going to kill Anne, you not only have to probably in like the same film, similar line at the end of that film, whatever it's um, Venom Three, Venom Four eventually not only Anne does have to does Ann have to die but eventually eddie has to die too and i don't think people make that connection but i you can't have eddie brock just walking out somewhere in the universe like in the in the spider-verse without venom like i don't know the comic books enough to know if he does die but i would i, I, have, a hard, I have a hard time in this film there's certain scenes where venom comes back to tom hardy and to um eddie brock I should really say Eddie Brock more than Tom Hardy, but anyways. I, I've been Venom, doing that too. Venom I mean. comes back to Tom, Hardy. my goodness.
1: they so, no, it's, 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 case it's he, hard. And for the record, real quick, the reason why we're doing that is because Tom Hardy's performance is like as Eddie Brock and as Venom, cause I'm pretty sure it is the voice. I might be wrong about that. I never checked that. So please prove me wrong. Anywho, he is one of those people that are just con- like convinced that they are that person or like their performance is that convincing. Kind of like Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. They are just, you think of the character, in live-action format, you're going to think of that actor.
0: I thought about Green Lantern, but that's besides the point.
1: You, you need to get that out of your head. You really, You really need to. It's That was a joke, though. Um, that was a joke.
0: It's finally done.
1: <laughs> get shot in the head.
0: <laughs> but no, I do. So there's different points in time throughout the course of the film where Venom comes back to Eddie Brock's character. And just, you know, right now, Venom relies too much on Eddie. Eddie relies too much on Venom. That has to be separated in order to turn somebody evil. Like, because Venom's no longer going to be with Eddie Brock eventually at one point. So I feel the best way to go about it is you kill Anne and you have to kill Eddie. And Dan too. Sorry, Dan. Dan Uh, actually stepped it up this. And you asked the same question. I don't know if they recasted him. I have no idea. Yeah, do.
1: uh, Okay. Someone in the audience, please find this out because we're going to probably forget.
0: And we're too lazy to look it up. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, that's too. Dan looks different. I am not. Either he is on one heck of a health streak or he is recasted, okay? Like, I I cannot determine it. I leaned over to Donnie in the theaters, and I'm like, is that the same guy? You know, I, I I don't know, I really don't know. And I had that moment with Anne where I was like, is that the same girl? And I was like, yeah, it is. I'm like, I just didn't remember. Even though we watched it pretty recently, like a couple months back, so it's still kind of fresh in our mind. But Dan truly looks different. So if it's the actor, you know, if you're on a health streak or if you're going through health issues, I hope you're doing all right. And if you're doing amazing, Keep it up. Like, honestly, if you're someone else, I would love to get to know you. you well, know? What was it? It was,
0: it was after the first Iron Man. They recasted... Um,
1: uh, know, Brody. It, yeah. I don't remember his actual name. I can't tell you there. But, but like, that's a bigger
0: recast than what Dan did That's is. a huge... And they, and got they away, handled it perfectly. And they got away with it. And so, they handled it perfectly. Again, I'm not too worried. I actually didn't remember what Dan really looked like because he was such a side character in the first one. He line. was. So that's, that's half the problem, And that's too.
1: probably... Yeah, that's probably why we're having a hard time with that. Like, it
0: was, like, in three but, scenes that But were... But, yeah, were but you
1: Yet you looked at him, though, and you're like, Is that the same guy? Like, Were you thinking that when he, when he came on screen, or no? Was I the only one thinking that? I didn't know
0: what, what he looked like, so I couldn't say the I, I just was like, I was, really like,
1: like, oh, I was I just know. like, That guy looks different. That's all.
0: You know what? The sad part is, he's probably a very well known actor, and we just dis.
1: You know? I know, right? And, we just, and now he's part. looking at this. He's like, All right, get someone on this. We're going to yeah, destroy this
0: podcast. That's a problem. But you know what's more of a problem? The fact that we can't spill Russian any. hackers. Russian hackers. Yeah. But <laughs> until, yeah, YouTube took us down for that, too. Um, didn't oh my god. Probably. But. So we can't, there's not much that we can go off of yet that's non-spoilers. So we're gonna tune over to spoilers here very, very quickly, which is like right now. This is this spoiler 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 spoiler. Spoiler. So leading into this film, there's not too many of us that thought, we, we imagine, but we never would have thought that we'd see Spider-Man on screen in the Venom film. Like a lot of us thought like, oh, okay, there's possibility, but you know, the, the legal terms with Marvel, with Sony, who knew what was going to happen? The end credit scene though, or technically mid-credit, whatever you want to call it, Spider-Man returned. Now, we have a lot of questions around the Spider-Man returning. Hummel obviously is going to give you his statement here about what Spider-Man returning means, but I'm going to start it off by saying it's going back to Sony. I, I'm just going to straight up say it, and I don't really care. I will, I will eat crow for it if, if it doesn't happen. Eat crow. <laughs> but that's an old that's an old terminology, by the way. Back in my day. Back in my day. Um but yeah, so, I just don't see, so they could re-up in the future, but right now Marvel has their, and this is what I'm saying, based off what we know from Marvel, what we don't know from Marvel, what we know is that Marvel has their next five years laid out with no Spider-Man movie yet. Like, other than the one that's coming out right now, uh, No Way Home. So, I and the last of the contract comes up that we know, I think that Spider-Man comes back into the Spider-Verse in Sony. And I also have a theory, and I know we could capitalize on this a little bit later. This is getting a little bit out of hand, even by me talking, but No Way Home represents something to me. So you got this multiverse going on, okay, with Doctor Strange. I told you, and I was like, I will stand by this. I do not think I'm wrong. A lot of people are talking about, oh, well, Spider-Man's gonna come back out of the multiverse. And, you know, back in the Marvel, Doctor Strange is gonna fix everything at the end of the film. I think we're about to see an Empire Strikes Back. I think that Spider-Man gets stuck in the Spider-Verse, the multiverse gets transported back to Sony doctor strange then in the multiverse madness is trying to pull him out but maybe he's unsuccessful maybe he's successful at the end but then we see his character when he's needed like probably six seven years down the line from marvel um so that's my little theory on that i don't know what i know what you're gonna say right. but go ahead so yeah this is by the way this is the ongoing like debate over here but over here it's not even like a debate online right now it's just a debate. no the, it like, really like, is just
1: between us which is pretty awesome but uh so I do want to take a step back before... I, I just want to break down that scene, if you haven't watched it, by... Again, this is assuming you haven't watched it, and if you have watched it, whatever, at this point. But, um... I believe it's... A, it's not... It's a cameo of sort of... On-screen cameo, or is that... Because it's, it's, oh, it's a... it's Actually, you know what? I have a good way to describe so it. It's a, it's take a, the Stan it, Lee cameos that are, like, the picture of him. And that's...
0: So it's an older shot footage. Like it's from the last Spider-Man film.
1: And there's a lot of debates going on about if it's a breaking news as in, so I, you know, let me, before I even get into that, let me just backpedal a little more. So say the whole scene, the scene. Yeah. The scene is Venom. Well, Venom and uh, Eddie Brock in the hotel really run down. Uh, It's not the best conditions. And they're talking about how the hive mind and, All this knowledge and they're just about to tease us with like the symbiote background and the war and i'm over here like yes and then it you know it it switches and all of a sudden it it, before he says anything the room shakes and does weird stuff and the room gets colorful it gets brighter the ceiling fan goes from this old brown looking color that's barely moving to a nice clean white and on the tv screen it shows jay jonah jameson Actually, if you watch uh, No Way, or I'm sorry, now the Way Home stuff is getting to me. Far, Far from Home, Home, the end scene of Peter Parker as Spider Man. You know, if you see that, you know that's that's that. That's, it's exactly that scene, that last bit that reveals who he is to the world. Public Enemy Number One, and it's on the TV, and it shows Peter Parker, Tom Holland, split down the mask. You know, Spider Man, Tom Holland, and he's on the screen. Venom instantly transforms and licks the screen and they basically are like they want to eat the guy like they want him and that's basically that scene and then it kind of cuts away nothing was said so kind of like in mcu movies they have those uh spider-man will return like homecoming because actually you know what, homecoming is a good example here because they needed something for the audience and this is kind of like my one of my things going into this but uh they need something for the audience to understand what was going on spider-man will return that's what they did, so that way they could have them in following movies. In this movie, they did not. At the end of Venom 2, they did not have a message of any kind. They just let it go blank. Which kind of makes you question, like, okay, now our audience is confused, and now we're up in the air, and this can mean anything. Genius move, at the same time, there's going to be the audience confusion, which is kind of my other worry. Um, but as far as that goes, I, I just want to say real quick, going back to that Venom talk, about how Venom 2 is filler. This is why it's unfortunately filler. Venom 2 is a great movie, and you will even say that, and we just will both sit here and praise it. Um, at the end of the day, though, that post credit scene, and honestly, it might be the best cr- post credit scene ever. I'm going to be honest. I don't know one that could top it off the top of my head, but it completely changes everything, and, and just everything that happened in that movie you're going to probably bring up that post credit scene before you bring up the movie at this rate, unless you're specifically talking about the movie itself and what happened in it. It's a good thing, but it's unfortunate at the same time. But that's why that movie's filler, and it's it's honestly a good movie, but that's that. So going back to the actual argument here, debate, debacle, uh, I think at this point, if they were to go that route of the Spider-Verse and sharing, well... I'm taking custody of my kid back of Spider-Man and we're going to do the Spider-Verse. I think the audience confusion is going to be out of this world because there's going to be people like us that understand it. But the people that go see MCU movies is a much larger crowd. And that is what Venom might've just turned that into as well, this newest release, because like you were saying, the younger crowd and everything, it might even be some older folks sprinkled in there, which is great. I personally know of someone I, I, He's in his 50s. He's actually getting close to retirement. He's a huge MCU guy, and he loves Venom. So it's a good example there, but he doesn't know everything. You know, he doesn't know all these connections and whatnot. With that being said, there's going to be a huge audience factor. You know, how do we not confuse? How do we not make someone completely lost of what's going on? Like, I'm confused. Isn't Spider-Man a part of the MCU? Isn't he a part that he's, now he's in this universe? You know How are other universes? How are they connected? They're not connected. I don't what. Like, that's, that's the issue we're falling into, and that's what I'm personally worried about that I actually didn't really talk to you about, and I'm glad I saved it. Um.
0: <laughs> there's only one person that has all the power here, though. Now Remember, audience, I want you to look at me. There's only one person that has the power here to decide if Venom stays in, or if, if Venom slash Spider-Man stays in the Spider-Verse with Sony, or stays in the MCU, even though there's no contract. There's only one person has the power. And I just thought of this. It's Tom Holland. Everything that Sony has built right now, especially showing that end credit scene, and it doesn't change my decision. Spider-Man still come back to Spider-Verse. Sony's going to have him for the next five years at least with his own. I think we'll see. I think Venom Three will be Spider-Man versus Venom. I think they're going to do like a Batman Superman, but a lot better because we know that. So, I mean, hopefully, if listen, if you do a Spider-Man versus Venom and it's worse than Batman versus Superman, uh, you guys are done. Like that that's the last chance you're gonna ever have so si- sign it away then afterwards you might as well just sell your product to marvel if you do something worse than that um yeah, really. but tom holland okay has all the power because sony set this up to the point where they're like okay tom holland's coming back i don't know what tom holland has on contract right now i don't know if he's signed on to do more films so tom holland can just be like find yourself a new spider-man
1: i do have one comment about the tom holland case here specifically about his like contracts and everything I brought this up to you before. I really should have looked it up, and that's on me. But it is reported that he is supposed to be in Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness. It's not actually called Doctor Strange Two; it's Doctor or Doctor Verse. (laughs) Doctor Verse. Doctor Verse. No, it's Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Wanda's supposed to be in it. Spider-Man's supposed to be in it. Doctor Strange, obviously, and it's supposed to be. It's meant to be more of a horror movie with Sam Raimi directing it. And with all that being said. Unless those are heavily, heavily caked rumors, or so
0: I'm, am am still going to go with my what I told you. The fans are going to hear this for the first time. I still think it's an Empire Strikes Back ending. I think Spider-Man gets stuck. I in the, do. I, I, I think really Spider-Man want gets stuck in the multiverse. I think Doctor Strange, knowing that he messed up, bails him out with Wanda, and they go in and get him. But when you do that, you still have a Spider-Man film lined up for another five years with Marvel. So you can move that aside but let's think about this the last time time travel slash multiverses were mixed was the quantum realm what happens when you go in the quantum realm time accelerates. time moves, moves differently. differently yeah so within that amount of time we could have a venom 3 movie and then when he pulls him out of the multiverse that all could happen that all could happen within five years he could be stuck there now the problem is and this is what this is what will be interesting and this is stems off a different theory left and right so marvel I don't, I don't, you know, if Spider-Man gets stuck in the multiverse, like my theory transpires, he's not going to have his Mary Jane, like MJ is not going to be there. Okay. MJ is not going to be there. That's going to break his heart, which leads kind of to a venom area because now you got Spider-Man, which remember when Tobey Maguire put on the suit even though Venom was there, it made Lord. him turn a little bit eviler. You
1: are just like busting open so on, many different on, points my th- think, of the conversation. Think about I'm
0: not But think <laughs> about this. I mean, I don't think I'm wrong, but think about this. So it turns him a little bit e- eviler. And in order to get the new Sony, which Sony is going hard PG-13 with this, but they should make rated R's. I want to see a rated R Spider-Man versus Venom, because that'll be interesting. But when they pull, when they pull Peter back out of the multiverse to connect your theory, because I know you're gonna defend yourself here real quick. He doesn't, you know, we have the Tobey Maguire, Um, Holland debate between Spider Man. Hold on, hold on. But he has this, and you're not wrong with your thinking about how you're like, you like the maturity that, um, um, Toby McGuire brought. You think that obviously that he's not can't
1: be movies, but yeah, yeah.
0: but you think that Tom Holland's character has kind of been like just patted on the back and like, okay, participation trophy, participation trophy, (laughs) you know, moving along the line. But maybe getting him stuck away from MJ, getting him stuck in the multiverse, fighting Venom maybe that turns him into a grown-up Peter by the time we see him five years later in the MCU. That's one grown Peter. there's one grown Peter. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So now that I just killed our host.
1: So, no, I mean, I, I thought about it some more when you first pitched that. I, and I need to throw this out there. I need the audience to. Oh, no, not laughing at you.
0: <laughs> no, you're laughing at a grown Peter. <laughs> yeah. You're laughing at yeah. me.
1: So, I, this is one thing that I, I truthfully, like, I don't see Tom Holland, and I again, I'm going to keep on drawing this into people. I don't see Tom Holland as that act. Well, I don't want to say actor. He's a great actor. I don't. It's not him. It's Tom actor. Tom actors. Wow, I'm doing that a lot. Tom Holland's Spider Man. I don't see him in a serious tone. Endgame. He was more of a supporting main character. Infinity War. More of a supporting main character. Uh, he's never. I, I can't see him. I can't see Venom just eating someone in front of him, him, being like, "You shouldn't have done that." Like, I, like, I, like that. I don't see him. Like, w- w- what remark are you gonna make? Like, what, what are you gonna say? Like, if it were like Tobey Maguire, you would fall back on a classic. No, Andrew Garfield would be, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm throwing this out there, but him, he would resort to like probably just blitzing him and trying to hit him. You know, like as evidence, like he's in the movie in the first movie he was trying to get revenge and everything
0: but this will make him grow up like he needs to though tom holland watching watching venom eat somebody's head off in front of him is maybe what But he ne- he
1: does he really does need to grow up because and and this is one thing that we've agreed on is that and this is where we might should divide here i don't know how many people watch this i think you said around 50 or something but i'm sure it's going to branch out and we're going to get other people involved with this but um i do want to say that Tom Holland's, or I guess your argument was, he is the most comic accurate Spider-Man. And I originally disagreed with, and I thought about it, and I came back and said he's the most fluid. And what I mean by fluid is that, name one thing from the comics and ask yourself, is it that far-fetched? Can you see it in the MCU? My answer is, I don't think it's, with the exception of the extremely outlandish things, because there are some things out there, I'm going to say I do see it happening. and I can see it. For example, the Scarlet Spider, uh, the suit he wore in Far From Home, that w- the one he like made up or whatever, um, the black and gold one, which I believe is in No Way Home, and even the techno suit, or his I guess his default suit that he has now that's compressioned or whatever, like that one, Like those things are all ideas. Even the taser, uh, I think he's even had those, right? The web shooters that were tasered mm-hmm. in a movie, I think. Yeah, so he's had those two, Like all these ideas are already thrown in there and we've gotten him in three solo movies and three, well... Two, three cameos, yeah. I was just going to say one Civil War and and two Avengers movies. I guess
0: uh, guess he was more... uh, He he was was, there for a fight scene and something else. He was more there, I believe, in... Let me think about this. Obviously, Endgame, he wasn't there a lot. He was there at the final battle. Um, I would argue that's a cameo. Yeah, that's a cameo. But I don't Civil, War, Civil War, I was going to label that as a cameo, but then they actually his aunt even, and his yeah. aunt's actually important for like a scene and a half. So yeah. if she's important for a scene and a half. I guess
1: he's definitely a character. Yeah, and that's that's and it's I actually didn't realize that about Civil War either. Is that
0: he's actually a character? That.
1: I I would strongly argue that now. But either way, about, like
0: five six movies. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, but like yeah. Okay. So long story short, he's in his, he's in his, for that three so so one trilogy. I'm gonna, I'm going to default back to that because he, he made appearances. Whatever. That's a new thing today. Uh, and we've seen that much. We've seen that many different things. We've seen him even have his mature moment in um, Far From Home where he had to step up and make his own suit. To me, that was a positive. I looked at that and said, thank you. Because my issue with Spider-Man in the current MCU state is that he is very much, like you said, like participate. participate. You know, here's your trophy. You know, oh, Thor will do this. Tony Stark will do it. Like, give you everything. He'll even wipe your butt if you let him. Like, honestly, like, it's it's that bad in my mind. But no way home coming up is the sinister six heavily rumored and already shown already shown this where donnie disagrees but it's already shown there's if you go back in that trailer you could see electro you could see sandman and i'm not saying you see them physically i'm saying you see the lightning you see the sandstorm you see doc ock you see the green goblins bomb and that leaves the last two and i would i mean those two i don't i don't know personally i'm not gonna argue. i mean previously I'm i just argue utterly those.
0: confused though because listen i'm not a big so even though there's a lot of things I know about comics and like the characters and stuff, I don't know too much about the founding of the Sinister Six. Like, I don't understand the Sinister stick Sinister, sinister no, Six. Now you're doing it too. Oh my the goodness, that is hard. To say that about five times the Sinister Six. Yeah. Um, sinister but, six. You know, I listened to somebody talk about comics the other day about the Sinister Spidey Sinister six, six, and they they mentioned like ten people. I was like, hold,
1: hold they on, wrote, they do. No, but it out, but yeah. I'm
0: over here like. Is it really the Sinister Six end? Because, it on, makes sense. On. So when you label all these people, it's like, well, no kidding. That's a villain. That's a villain. So what, are all Spider-Man's villains now Sinister Sixes? Or,
1: no. Like, it, I, so what I, is going on here? Throughout comics, obviously, they've, they've rotated out people and changed it and made different And then teams. I heard it was
0: started by Doc Ock, and then I heard I it was started by somebody else. And then there's a theory out there, which I don't know if you guys ever heard this theory before. But um, apparently this, whoever, there's another character, like, apparently founded the Sinister Six in one of these King comics. Ben. I don't know, but either way, he was waiting that's for Doctor Strange to make the spell, the cast, and he actually brought everybody to the same timeline. Oh my god! And I'm over here like I had no idea. But my thing is, and I know you're going to disagree with me. I think you do disagree with me, but you guys, you are not going to see Venom in Spider-Man: No Way Home.
1: I that's where okay, that's where it gets you're not going to see him. This okay, so the reason why he says that is because I personally, so I originally said he's in the MCU because that post-credit scene makes you truly believe that. But again, going back to Marvel what they did and i and this is something i thought of after our last conversation about this they provided that sentence that way the audience knew we don't know we don't no one knows it's it's heavily implied that he's it within the mcu but that could be our interpretation going back to that scene as you dissect it there it does breaking news as if it's from the end of far from home however it's past that point if if venom gets transported there Like, think about it. If Venom gets transported there, it would have been from something in no way home, correct? Unless it's something from the Loki series, but it's currently not confirmed. We truthfully don't know. Even if you have watched Loki, it would make sense to go off that, and basically what happens there is rules are broken across the multiverses, and it makes it so that intertwined universes can exist, and meshing and mix and introduces a villain. Really good show. You should really go watch that. But at the end of the day... It still leaves the question of what transported Venom there? Because are we really going to assume that it was Doctor Strange's spell? Because I wanted to, but I thought about it. It's just a forget-me spell. You even see in the trailer. Spider-Man tampered with it, caused issues. But we're also seeing these different di- well, not dimensions. but I mean, you could say that. But universe- Universal villains coming in. Universe's villains coming in. And we're seeing all these different characters make a return that have no connection to Tom Holland, which is also another issue I have that Donnie doesn't seem to have an issue with because a Sinister Six is meant to be a very personable I want to kill Spider-Man because I don't like him kind of group not because he always stops being kind of group but Tom Holland doesn't have that personal connection with the exception of Mysterio and Vulture uh, and no one else really
0: there's um, also a rumor that Mysterio is still alive
1: I I don't understand how he which it, he, could be great be, in character, he could be the good? person that
0: technically combined the timelines too if he really wanted to I don't know if that's possible uh, but
1: I don't know but as far as that all goes like I, what I'm sticking to now with the whole Venom thing is, I think. So this is what's going to lead to our segue about, uh, about No Way Home because we have some mixed opinions here. But I think Deadpool is going to be in the MCU whether it's a chapter meaning a movie within that MCU storyline, or he's going to be making an appearance. I'm more than I I bet my money on No Way Home him taking place or him being in there. And I think that's what led the doors to us saying about the post credit scene. And that's what gets to our conversation about, do we consider a post credit scene a part of the actual movie, which for Venom 2, we did because at the end of the day, that completely transports the character and, and changes everything. Cause the end credit or the, the final scene le- leads beautifully in my mind to the post credit scene. I think it did a good job there, but that's one thing I want to ask the audience here. Do you consider a post credit scene to be a part of the movie? And if so, why? Because I think we can all agree that Venom 2 will be. But I don't think people ever will agree on Venom 1, for example. And if you don't remember what that was, that was him visiting uh, Cletus Cassidy. And he met him in the jail cell and he said, let there be carnage. Spoiler alert if you didn't know that. <laughs> Which would be really ironic. I mean that was three years ago. Yeah, early. yeah. I mean, but was. it'd be really funny though if someone's like that one person's like, oh anywho. Um Donnie brought this up, and I'll let Donnie take over here, but he brought up a good point and he could share it about that one.
0: Well, I always picture end credit scenes as not the conclusion to the movie we're watching. I always consider it the start to the next film. Um and in this case, I mean I'll even argue the same thing for for at the end of Venom One, you know, he goes in, sets up, sets us up for the next film. I say like they've now they're talking. So at the start of the second one, where he like has to meet with him again, we're familiar with him,
1: and that carries over. Like it, the, ca- it carries over. It's almost so he, in the beginning of the first. It's almost or like a few film. days later that it yeah, carries over. The beginning of the second film, he meets up with them the second time, and he and it's, it, it carries that over. In my mind, they kind of fumbled there, but at the same time, it makes sense. And I, I'm like, whatever. He didn't fumble. He did good. But continues. I, I
0: mean, and then this one where you see Peter Parker at the end here, that is going to have something to do, obviously, with the next time we see Venom. But I'm going to take that as it's the start of the next film, at setting us up for the next film, okay. which obviously everything sets us up. But like, we get a, we get a look into the how Venom is, and to me, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, Venom licked the screen of Tom Holland, you know, as Spider Man, simply because like he's he was interested in this guy, he saw like in the Spider Man he was more interested in this guy in the spider suit. I think it's more like all of a sudden he got like a, like, you know, it clicked in because his other symbiote in the universe fought Spider-Man or did fight Spider-Man or whatever. And it was just like, whispered in his ear. Yeah. And it was like, and, and that like makes he, sense. There's all that rage of evil. Maybe take over. Maybe that's what you need. And my theory was, which we couldn't talk about this earlier. So we got to rewind a little bit when I talked when we talked about what could turn venom and well, venom, just specifically venom bad. You know, because like I said earlier, you can't have Eddie Brock in future Venoms because eventually Venom takes the form of Spider-Man, gets kicked out of Spider-Man, could possibly die, but then goes to Agent Venom. In order to do that, I think of Batman vs. Superman, which I've referenced before for Venom vs. Spider-Man, where you see, I forget who it was that died, that Superman flew through a building or whatever and they were fighting and somebody died. I think it was Alfred. Did Alfred die? It was somebody else.
1: So are you talking about Man of Steel movie? No, 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 no. This is
0: Spider-Man. Yeah. This is batman versus superman that movie. movie itself yeah did you watch that movie
1: i did i'm trying okay to but remember the, o- the opening in metropolis the
0: first. or he flies through a building that yes. building crumbles and batman loses i thought it was alfred but then i'm not sure it's not alfred it's an employee. You, somebody that somebody he lost somebody. His fans correct me um but like know. if spider-man trying to find his way back into the mcu you know he's obviously not the mcu but You know coming back out of the multiverse trying to find his way back to dr strange if he fights somebody and it takes out a building with with um ann and and dan say they both get like wrecked in a building they die maybe eddie brock dies you know that would turn venom into that villain that he needs to be for comic book reference
1: the other thing i want to bring up about that scene because this scene is a lot happened in this one scene and it doesn't seem like it there's a lot to, to pick apart again going back to public enemy number one a common theme between the first and second movie is that they can only eat bad guys that are truly that evil so when they first see that and venom is just constantly hungry public enemy number one that's okay also another thing that the symbiotes can do is well at least the relationship between venom and, and and eddie is that he tells them to you know like oh like whisper in his ear like you know like he's trying to kill you like, oh, you know, he's trying to kill me. I better kill him first, like make him paranoid and whatnot. And we are here to stop you. And so Venom could easily just say like, he's public enemy number one. That's like, oh, we got to stop him. We got to kill him. You know, we got to, you can eat him at that point, you know, make sure he stays down.
0: There's also a theory that um, going back to the transporting, you know, the end credit scene, mid credit scene where he gets transported, you know, and it is right as he closes eyes and Venom's like, oh, I'm about to show you a different universe. Some people, even though like, you're like, you hear Venom's actually like, what was that? Or whatever. Some people believe too that he's actually in that multiverse because he's actually showing him. So, like, you know how like sometimes you're in a you're dreaming. Are you about talking about like
1: he he's the one that made that jump?
0: Yeah, and that when the light flashed and stuff like that, and it flickered and changed the location, he actually jumped into different use different universes. Venom.
1: I the only thing I disagree with on that, cause I, I mean, I
0: disagree with it completely. But I'm just saying. I know I like that. that it's that's a like theory.
1: That's like with your. We're going uh, to dissect your. There's nothing to dissect. I'm
0: right. No, we're going to
1: dissect your uh, your. Conversation here in a minute, but
0: I'm right about it, dang. Hummel.
1: So, um, as far as that theory goes, I love it. The issue I have with it is that the, the guy that what do you do in my room? I don't think Venom can pull that one off. Like, I don't think he could, like,
0: well, Tom Hardy or Eddie Brock's there,
1: yeah. But I don't think he can. Here's, here's the question, but it's a random when person. That's my when, issue. You get,
0: when you get here. I guess here's the question. I don't know enough about comic books, so again, if you're in the comments, you can help us out. When he transports. Eddie Brock to see, like, say he would have went through with that and transported to see what it was like in a different universe or a different multiverse, you know, and Hardy's character could see for himself. Do you get the whole, does Eddie Brock as a character, does the whole body transition with him too? Or is it just the I mind? You know, I don't know just how that mind. works. It's just mind. I mean, it's a good, it's an interesting.
1: I don't, I, I don't know if he could, I know Venom can make him fake having cancer. I don't know if he can make him fake seeing stuff. So that's. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty impressive if you could do that. So, that's quite the feat alone. But I do want to push to uh, talk about No Way Home. Because that's going to... Going back to that concept of of Spider-Man versus Venom. If that were to happen, whatever happens at the end of No Way Home is going to determine that. But I keep on thinking about this. And I personally believe if we're heading your route of the Spider-Verse, again, going to Sony's universe and the parent taking back custody of Spider-Man. I, I personally do feel like, and I think people should think about this one, is that I actually do think that's amazing It would fix all my issues with Tom Holland Spider-Man. Um, I really love the idea. I really want it to happen. I don't necessarily agree with it still, but I still want to go down that rabbit hole. So I do personally think that No Way Home, I think whether it's going to be a fir- the first part, like third of it is going to be within the MCU, or two-thirds of it is going to be the MCU, but I, I feel like there is going to be a part of it that's going to be the Spider-Verse to help connect that Venom scene well,
0: in some way. especially if we're going to... See, and this, this is the... It's going to be
1: this movie, too. It, there's not going to be, like, not, here, next here's, time. Here's
0: the big legitimate question. If Tobey Maguire is rumored to be in here, I'm saying the beginning, the first third of the movie is going to be in the MCU. Andrew Garfield's in it, too. Anyways. 4K, look it up. If... Toby we got McGuire, wet blood. Tobey Maguire is going to be in this film. The first third, in my opinion, is going to be in the MCU. Then it gets transitioned over to the Sony Spider Verse. Okay, now possibly it ends in the MCU, but we, you know we're going to either way. There's either way. There's going to be that. There's going to be a few minutes where he's in the the Spider Verse for because I. Here's the problem. We know that Sony obviously made the films. Which if Tom if if Tobey Maguire appeared in the film, you guys would argue that he's now in the MCU.
1: Who, yes,
0: you guys would argue that. Okay, that-
1: he's making an appearance in it. That's going back to what I say about Venom. I, so, if Venom, so it, to me, if No Way Home, right? Event. Let's say I'm talking about like Venom, like looks in the mirror
0: and like. Licks but what the do, mirror, you, do you consider then? Okay, because this is the big question. Because to me, it's a chapter in the consider, MCU. Well, okay, but do you, then you can consider Iron Man was the first. Well, technically, I guess it was Hulk would be the first MCU film, but now. I don't know what was made first between hulk or the spider-man's one two or three if Tom mcguire appears in the mcu film and you're like oh he's in the mcu does that mean that the original one two and three spider-man were mcu films no, no. so spider-man so they were so then it, the only way to connect that that
1: was weird how we said that the, the, same the time only
0: too. the only way to connect that would be by saying hey listen he goes into the spider-verse this is sony property you know it's like it starts off in marvel which marvel did let's clarify marvel is both but it starts in disney's verse the mcu goes into the Spider-Verse, could end back in the MCU. But while he's in the Spider-Verse, I take that more as Sony, the Spider-Verse, you know, just overall their collective stuff, not associating themselves with Marvel. Like the whole strand, like there's different timelines. All those timelines connect. Go watch Loki. All those timelines connect, but I do not consider, unless unless for some reason, Maguire meets Doctor Strange and Garfield meets Doctor Strange, you know, it comes out of the Spider-Verse. I do not consider them part of, the MCU.
1: I don't so I'm not going to consider oh you're saying as a whole okay. Yeah. This would be my argument is that the character is making an appearance within the MCU and I, and I'm going to say I'm going to stick to the chapter of the MCU, right? So in No Way Home if he makes an appearance in there, so Tom McGuire, he, like if he like if he did at that point to me he's making an appearance in the overall like in a chapter of the MCU. To me he's he's in the MCU, he's a part He was a part of it, briefly. Now, what if they were in a different universe and it was in the Spider-Verse? And I say that, I would still consider it he's a part of the MCU, a a chapter in the MCU. But if he was in the Spider-Verse, then at that point he wouldn't be in the MCU itself, that universe. And keep in mind too, is as we're talking about this, notice how the MCU is still called the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's not the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Mm -hmm. That's also huge because what they could be trying to apply is, and this is going back to your argument, is the multiverse outside of what Marvel Cinematic Universe shows is Sony and, and well, I guess it's only Sony at this point, but Sony and they're, they're two different universes and they're going to keep it that way. Because Disney
0: owns them all.
1: Because yeah, Sony's next at this rate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the only one.
1: It is the only one. and That's why they're going to play Hardball. Because and one thing, one little fun conversation, a side note here is the Hulk, for a while there universal had some uh say in how the hulk was portrayed and there was back and forth on that and donnie was saying that basically it never was a thing and long story short we ended up finding out that as of 2020 all full rights came back to marvel and donnie says something about licensing which is different from a character owning rights or something well, like that. But for, the, for the that. fans
0: That's that boring. well I, i'll i'll put a simple the reason why Universal Studios can have all those characters is because of licensing. So they had license to use them at theme parks. What I was trying to argue with Hummel is just because they had the license for the theme parks and they could have had the Hulk Smash ride and stuff like that does not mean that they had say over how they, they crafted that. the Hulk in the MCU. That's what I was trying they to did. explain.
1: Um so I am telling we would have had we okay, for all the Hulk fans out there, we would have had a Planet Hulk already. Okay, I'm just saying Ragnarok teased it, but we would have had it. So who
0: really wants a Planet I okay. do. Okay, calm down. Now. Do we I really do. need a Planet Hulk? Yes. Do we? Yes. We're getting a She-Hulk. Is that not no, good enough? No, it's
1: really good. No, I don't care about She-Hulk, okay? She is just the Hulk. That's so sexy. Green, whatever. What do you mean? <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I right mean, off guard. She-Hulk, I mean, she's cool. But, like, I, 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 I'm sick of seeing Bruce Banner and Hulk going through all these different changes so drastically. I, I want...
0: That is one thing. If we look back at Marvel... I don't think they handled the
1: Hulk well. Hulk well. They haven't. That's why I'm telling you Universal. So now it's Universal.
0: So now it's Universal's fault that we have a bad Hulk at yes. MCU. It's not Marvel's fault. So it's not Kevin Feige. No. It's Universal.
1: Well, they're trying
0: to take a different route. Kevin. Feige also, I did not like, the by the way, I know this is off topic, but I did not like Thor Riding the Rock. I was not you I involved. didn't hear like the able to play the only one. But I, I know. I was like, I didn't enjoy it. I
1: thought it was just. I just, it, so did you, I actually, it was different, uh, but so was Guardians about, of the Galaxy. How about well, this? I hate towards that. How about this? How about this? As far well, Thor but movies, you know what only. was
0: amazing? What? I hate Guardians of the Galaxy with a passion. I love the new James Gunn Suicide Squad. Oh, it's beautiful. That's his style. But you know what thing. though? It's because it was in the MCU, and this has to do with Disney and like not trying to go over the edge. But like, obviously, they are never going to make it a Guardians of the Galaxy rated R. <laughs> like Susan? No, but like I think the reason why I didn't like Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy was because it was you needed what James and got what James Gunn's humor. You needed that rated R material still for it. And they didn't give it to him, so he had to play down his rated R material and I think it came out like crap.
1: I feel like I mean I brought up the argument earlier for Venom. So I mean I feel like that's fair. I do. I haven't I haven't seen the movie.
0: However, Guardians of the Galaxy is a lot worse than Venom. I uh,
1: so a lot worse. Hmm. Venom
0: is exciting to watch. Listen, and then
1: venom you're comparing it to
0: well yeah well no you just made the idea that like they dumbed it down to pg-13 yeah. i was like it's, and they did the same thing with it Suicide. reason that
1: God. logic i got you okay. but i'm
0: just like suicide quad was a, yeah it wasn't suicide, suicide Squad. quad no it was guardians of the galaxy excuse me guardians of the galaxy was not as good as venom no when they dumbed it down venom okay. still had the upper hand
1: okay like a, now you're talking as far as rating goes correct I'm talking just about, about genre and movie? movie, or movie as a well. like movie. Because we movie, both movie agree versus that, movie we both whole. agree
0: that James Gunn directs good rated R films. Fryburn. and we know that Venom was better as a rated R film. Yeah, okay. So I'm using kind of that logic. No, that's
1: fair. I think that's fair. I do. Th- I mean, I, I personally do like Guardians of the Galaxy, and I will.
0: You I and would... everybody else, really. I mean, you guys like most people because that not, was the one thing I was different. Nine out of ten love Guardians of the Galaxy. Because it was just one movie at the time.
1: It. Like you got to look back at Phase Two, right? Ble- yeah, it was phase two. I think the first one was, because um, then it went phase three. But, um,
0: but they were so good in Endgame and Infinity. War. You have to they think were so good, and I just hate their standalones. You you have to
1: think of it this way: at that time when when the first Guardians came out, it was all serious. There wasn't anything goofy or quirky or anything too weird. And then Guardians of the Galaxy dropped, and then after that, like movies like Ant Man started dropping, and, and all all the people that are like goofy, the, the comedy really got driven home.
0: We, by the way, fans I don't know, we were in uh we were in theaters watching this film, and I forget what it was. Oh, it was the new Ghostbusters. Paul Rudd shows up on screen. And like Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd will forever it's like uh it's like Deadpool. It's like Tom Hardy. Why we keep saying Tom Hardy instead of Eddie Brock? It's because just like Paul Rudd is Ant Man. Well,
1: it's that it's, it's that effect. It. It's so
0: when you watch Sherlock Holmes with Downey Jr., it's just it's Iron Man. Anthony
1: Mackie, Ma- yeah, Anthony Mackie, yeah, that's his name. Uh, the guy who plays Falcon. When you look at him, who do you who do you think of first? I think of Falcon. Yeah, that's that's a common issue. But I really Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. I really don't know how Vice many Christ other so.
0: movies he was in, though. I don't, I don't know if I could... Admit I only know of A Mile films. off the top of my head. That's what I'm trying a to say. Mile,
1: I, he played in Alter Carbon, which is a TV show, so that's not true. I'm just
0: saying, I don't know, like... Okay, Downey, you can name... Mr. Oh, who, what was that one? Mr. Do, Dr. Doolittle. He Dr. Did, Doolittle, which
1: was after you know, Endgame. Yeah, and then there was
0: the Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes You can name different things. Um, Anthony Mackie, I just can't do that. So it's hard for... Oh, crap. What is that movie I'm thinking of? I don't know which one you're thinking of. Wow, that's do, a very unfortunate. Do, 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 um, it's a 2007 do,
1: do, do. movie. came out right before uh, Iron Man did. Uh, it was...
0: What was the genre? Like, what was it about?
1: Mystery, probably mystery thriller, I would say. Drama, maybe mixed in the two. It it had Robert Downey. It was one of his first few roles back in acting after he got out of, like, his whole roller coaster down to the pits. So they kicked him out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he played, like, a more of a minor role. I don't remember why I can't remember this. It's, It's a really good movie, and I know it, and I'm sure someone's screaming at me through the camera.
0: Oh, my gosh, what is it? Well, either way, don't try to think too much. But it's, the the point was it's a really Anthony, good movie. Go watch it. <laughs> the point was Anthony Mackie. I don't know too many more. I I, I can't name the title of a film he was in really. I don't so know. that's like I said, all I it's think, hard you know? when, like, you only picture, like, okay. So let's use it this way. I I don't know if this is a good example either. But Robert pat, Robert Pattinson is Batman, like right now. You,
1: if we're gonna bring him up, you need to talk about how
0: well i was only going amazing
1: gonna, he is i was
0: only gonna bring him up like if you were if for some odd reason twilight series didn't hit and nobody knew who twilight was people would watch this film and probably be like oh robert pattinson's batman because they probably couldn't name other films like not unless you know water for elephants unless you know he just did like the I lighthouse or whatever he like what? that the white house the lighthouse oh the
1: lighthouse i said yeah. the white house like, no, it's, no th- he's not in that movie <laughs> no the lighthouse
0: not white house down Lighthouse. yeah that's what i was thinking white house down um no but like oh, unless you so unless you know those smaller films like if you say we, we existed in a universe where twilight didn't exist you would probably know robert pattinson as batman
1: so we've talked about this briefly before right so i, I we're gonna we're, we're gonna stay on him for a little bit it's gonna be a side tangent but that's it so robert pattinson as an actor okay i have always thought the first rule that i comes to mind is uh frederick diggory frederick diggory fr- from uh harry potter yeah from harry potter from goblet of fire i've always thought of him as that even when i've watched the first twilight i think i watched it I think I watched a New Moon. Yeah, I did watch New Moon. But movie. he
0: was so minute in that film, like he was almost irrelevant. What in the so of the, Fire? He was only irrelevant because he sacrificed himself, basically.
1: And I spoiled it for Donnie, and he just did it for you. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, I, that it came out one. like the early. Wait, wait, Donnie. get
1: this, get this real quick. This is for the audience, okay? I, Donnie and I were talking about the Harry Potter films, and he was bringing up the Prisoner of Azkaban, and we were talking as if he's watched like the majority of them. He's at nearly at the end. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, you're at the part where, you know, I think of uh, I think of Diggory because, you know, he's a great character and everything. And he ended up dying and it was unfortunate. And he's like, oh, spoiler alert. I was about to watch that, like, later tonight. And I'm like, what were the odds of that? Like, that movie is that old and he hasn't watched it. And it's the one person, the one time I, mean, I bring it up that we've never talked about it before. The one time I do, he's going to watch it. I just ruined it for him.
0: But do I get upset for spoilers like that?
1: You did. You got, you, got upset. you got upset when I looked up the spoilers for Venom.
0: There's a difference between a film that literally is out now. Someone come hype it up for me. I need to know. To a film okay? 10 years ago.
1: There's a huge difference there.
0: No, like this dude, he goes out. He already knows Spider Man's coming in it before we even walk in the theater. And he's over <laughs> here like, Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Do you want to know? I'm like, No, I don't I want to know. I did not go that hard, okay? <laughs> like, no, I
1: don't want to know. Uh. He wanted to know, but he found he waited the whole... Next time we're going to see a
0: film, I'm just taking your phone for the next few days and you're not even going to be able to do anything.
1: <laughs> I'll have my computer. No, uh-
0: you <laughs> won't. You've been stripped. You've been locked in a basement. Uh, get in the cellar. But Robert
1: Pattinson, real quick, going back to that. So he's, a, he's very much a person. And there's a YouTube video that I would love for you guys to watch if you love movies. Captain Midnight, he has a video on it. But more or less he says, quick and easy, is that he's a person who has gone from being labeled as a twilight guy edward collins to all these different roles and really breaking away from it and now when you look at him you realize he's a talented actor and is on top of his game and he's now going to be the next batman which i think we could all accept i mean if someone's really upset and they're really fixated on the twilight days um but i, I do look at him I, the first movies that come to mind i no longer think of twilight i think of again harry potter frederick diggory I think of the lighthouse, and I think at this rate it's gonna be Batman. <laughs> but I don't. I no longer think of Twilight right away.
0: Well, here's the thing. I can uh, I can put my money on this and hundred percent guarantee his Batman will be better than Ben Affleck's Batman. You don't like Ben Affleck? Oh no! The
1: Bat-Flack, whatever Listen, you
0: call it. Ben Affleck. Okay, here's Affleck. and I, uh, I understand people like Ben Affleck. Listen, he's been through a lot. He's there's a lot of things in his life that he's talked about that reaches on emotional level lay- or emotional level. I
1: have no idea, but all right.
0: Um What was it that um, butterfly butterfly? He two. did like one. Of, he did that movie, the comeback or whatever, the basketball movie. Okay,
1: I haven't and watched like
0: it. and they said that, that I can. He relate. said because from what I understand is he had a big alcohol addiction.
1: I did know about that. Actually. And
0: then this film dealt with alcohol. Did not he also go blind for a little bit?
1: Like in 2002, 2003 when he... I cannot something.
0: confirm that. I had to call him up and was, ask him. Actually, I was um, making a joke
1: about Daredevil and playing
0: oh. against Daredevil. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we kind of forget that Daredevil because Daredevil Netflix version. Wake me up! Anyways, um, the, problem, the problem with Ben Affleck is I admire actors that change up their style. Yes. Ben Affleck plays Ben Affleck in every film Ben Affleck. I don't it? know
1: about that one, but I'll take your word for
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> go watch him in Batman and then go watch him in Argo batman he just he literally stone face not matt's face <laughs> yeah not
1: not me inside
0: man. the other Matt. inside joke no but like stone stone face like like you know like i get it ben affleck being like i'm batman like that like <sighs> but like that's literally his voice in like every other film he plays like i was like it's, oh, it's like they cast him without just the that voice, voice
1: changer without the voice changer deepener whatever call it.
0: but no that's what i'm trying to say so i know that was my little rant aside um, but with that being said, since we just kind of compared two people, let's uh, – who's better, Toby Maguire or uh, Tom Holland?
1: Vote's in now. This is where we should add stream.
0: Bots, go. <laughs> Bots,
1: go. Yeah. Um, I personally – would you say? You said Tom Holland versus Yeah, so yeah. I just want to say real quick, as far as this goes, I, if there's any Garfield fans out there, I'm sorry. You're just – Why are we sorry? Your horse is dead. Why –
0: okay, well – there is really, and an, do you want me to use the analogy I used? You might as well just go
1: over the full thing. You might as well commit the, to it. The
0: analogy I used over the phone to Hummel was like, listen, Spider-Man 3, like 1 through 3, the same Raimi version, were like cult classics to us. I do up. agree
1: with how he's going to put it. I really do agree with, if you're going to go with that whole yes. analogy, yes, yes, I really do
0: agree They with were this. cult classics growing up. And the thing is, and and I, and I nobody wanted like five years later to go back and rewatch an origin story. <laughs> and then, you know, Tom Holland Spider-Man came out in Civil War. And he was thrown back in. We didn't need an origin story. And I'm thank we God they least. never went back to the origin story. Because then we got something new. You used to imagine when Robert Downey... However, was Andrew from, Garfield, know. I hate to tell you, but you were a rebound. You were a rebound. Okay. And listen, this is everybody's been in this situation. You get in a relationship. You know, you got Toby Maguire for the first, like, five, first six love, years. You know. First love going on. And then, you know what? Things High go school, sour. Hearts, it's you know? over. You go on. It's like, okay, what's the next best option? Hmm, I got this Garfield. All right. Cool. We got, we got Garfield. <laughs> Got Garfield, and then all of a sudden it's like you know what though, I found the other love of my life and this Tom Holland. It's like guess what Garfield, ah, I I just ghosted you. You're, you're not on my phone. I'm not texting you anymore. You're not even on Snapchat. I delete you. I all don't even know who you are anymore. You're gone. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and then he did Hacksaw Ridge, which good for him though. Listen, Hacksaw, I don't Hassaw even Hassaw know. Ridge I stopped
1: paying attention. One. I only know from the social <laughs> network. Okay,
0: but either, either way, he was a rebound, and that and he that's really was, of, and that's kind of how you use. Garfield's analogy um that's how we're I done. used it. that's how I used it over the phone to you talking about this the other day I don't know what your takes are you can give me kind of feedback on that
1: what as far as Garfield goes
0: yeah like did I, I kind know, of
1: I know I mean I this is where I think we're going to see like p- pretty much perfectly eye to eye on is that he truthfully is like he fell in that that period of the Raimi trilogy there were supposed if you didn't know this not many people did apparently uh there were supposed to be a fourth film And it was canceled. Long story short is Raimi wanted to do it to make up for Spider-Man 3. It was supposed to release 2011. Uh, Sony wanted to do a reboot and they pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. And Raimi's like, I just don't have the energy to fight this anymore. So then he's like, You were going to do your thing anyways. So we'll just cancel it, whatever. End of Sam Raimi's days, unfortunately. Heartbreak everywhere, but whatever. In comes the reboot a year later after the fourth movie that was supposed to come out. So from the eyes of us, we're looking at this and we're like, so we're not getting a fourth movie. No, we are getting a fourth movie. What? Reboot. What? You know, and, and now it's it's you're already spoon feeding us. I remember going to see it. I remember everyone's concerned. You're just spoon feeding us an origin story we have already seen. What they tried doing is making it more grittier and or not grittier, I'm sorry, that's not the right word. Tried making it darker, and they tried making it more something to separate itself from that campiness of the that Raimi trilogy. And it worked and it didn't and it ended up failing and blowing up its own face because if you go back and I mentioned it earlier, Spider-Man does it for, like he suits up and fights crime to get revenge. That's the moral, that's the theme and that's unfortunate because Uncle Ben is supposed to be the guy like, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. They found a different way to, to communicate that message but he ended up dying and then it became a revenge plot and then he was like, time to wake up later on and be the good guy. Second film, they went out of their way they made it a Spider-Man movie. However, the damage was dealt. All that being said, he he fell into that rebound period. You know, I, no one, everyone was kind of like turned off from him for a little bit. The character of Spider-Man, and he came in too quick, too soon. And then Tom Holland came, and now he's completely forgettable. He's in between Raimi trilogy, Tom McGuire, and Tom Holland. You are that middle person. History is not going to treat you nicely unless he's in No Way Home. And that goes well.
0: He's still irrelevant.
1: Still irrelevant.
0: And you know what? Since since he's down and listen, this is... He is pretty rebounded. This is nothing personal against Garfield, what I said. We love you, Garfield. It's the the whole point of what I'm trying to say. The analogies and everything I use was you just weren't in the right place at the right time. You didn't have the great... Exactly. You didn't have the Russo brothers. You didn't have Feige back. And you also didn't have Sam Raimi. Like, you were in a bad spot. That's
1: another thing, too. Now, since
0: you're down, I'm going to kick you even more. Because the person that voiced (laughs) Miles Morales is the third best Spider-Man.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Uh, am i wrong
1: i actually i i don't that's tough that's tough
0: even the people that voiced all the other spider-man even spider-man pic was, oh now you're going far that, now was,
1: you're now you're was, digging you're scraping the no, bottom of the barrel that was, that like, was, that was a joke Where's my <laughs> I feel,
0: listen i love Hexel ridge i got you but i am serious about the miles morales thing and i honestly believe we're a gonna see miles fan. we're gonna see miles morales which I, I i never wanted to give that movie a chance really what, because a, i'm better. not big in the cartoons. Like, I kind love beautiful out, I kinda, movie. I kind of grew out of that stage, but I'm gonna I, like, never I never did. But here's the it. thing. And people are going to yell just because I said it's a stage. It is. But anyways, so I kind of grew out of it by then. But like a friend asked me, they're like, let's go see it. I was like, I don't want to go see another Spider-Man origin story and cartoon version. But that movie was beautiful. It really I was love
1: that. Animation across the board. Beautiful. And I do have to, another
0: prediction here for the fans and for the audience. I do feel like we are going to get at the one of the end credit scenes is going to be Venom. I'm calling two end credit scenes, by the way, in the new Spider-Man, No Way Home. One of them is going to be Venom. We're going to see something. It's not going to be like, they're not going to be face-to-face. I think they'll save that for something else. But you'll see some sort of Venom, whether it's in the background on a building where Spider-Man swings by on the web or whatever. But I think you're going to see Miles Morales, too. Because now that you set up the multiverse, it's here. The Spider-Verse I is I disagree
1: coming. with Miles. I think it's too soon for that, especially when Tom Holland needs to grow more as a character because he's too much of a kid. Really, he like he's, he's he's more of a mentor character to uh, to Miles, but I guess counter argument or devil's advocate, however you want to put that, is that if that were to occur, maybe that would help Tom Holland grow, and that's what he kind of needs. Again, not Tom Holland himself; he's a great actor. It's just character development for the Spider-Man character, like for Peter Parker, because honestly, he's he's too young, and it's it's not in a bad way, but like oh, I'm talking maturity level wise; like he needs to go through more and actually that was Donnie's argument the other day about how you
0: well know, okay he's Mark- more he's more relatable okay let me use the analogy i used for you when i talked about toby maguire's and because you're like well toby maguire was there they didn't like they they threw him into the mix it's it's like but they're they're like giving participation trophies to tom holland here's the thing i like tom holland's character better not only because i feel like he has better writers and a creative director with and um, I agree with you on
1: that one completely. Like, that's one you I'm know, not even going to I like
0: that they're fleshing out because think about this. When you watch, and I was a big, I was big um, Teen Wolf fan growing up. I don't think you ever watched the series or whatever. I either, never did. I want to watch that movie. It talks about, I well, I, I'm, the series. You're in the don't know, two separate, you're don't, yeah, two separate. The series came out in 2011. So that was my freshman year of high school. And it centers around high schoolers. Okay. So we're in a generation, like people growing up with Spider-Man right now, probably were in like the middle school when Tom Holland got in the Civil War. And now that some of them are graduating high school at this point. And it, it's relatable. So by taking your time and going from Spider-Man, he's he's dealing with his first love, he's dealing with all the being in high school, he dealt with people or he he himself disappeared for five years. So did coincidentally, so did his friends at the same time, too. But he's repeating high school. That was, yeah. you know it's relatable. So yeah, they're dragging it out, but they're making it more relatable. And it's like watching Star Wars. For people that don't understand, Star Wars one through six—we're not counting the Disney stuff. Star Wars one through six, Phantom Menace to uh, to uh, Return of the Jedi. So it's hard, the And I asked you the other day. I was like, "Could you, could you put everything from Phantom Menace to Return of the Jedi? Could you squeeze them into three films?"
1: And I think my answer was, "It wouldn't be done well." So no.
0: Yes, at least Vader's storyline. Because let's be honest, even though people like Luke, and I love Luke. It is Vader's story. It's Anakin going in the Vader. No, it, re- it, it, re- it re- is. It is. So it very much is. You can't show the the rising action, the climax, and the falling action within the three films spread across forty years for him, or fifty, or 60. I don't know how old Vader was when he passed away. But anyways, you can't show that. But they they 40s. did that. They did that for Tobey Maguire Spider Man. They threw all that together, and it was it was Spider Man Three was the the outcome of throwing everything together. Yeah. And that so, was if you don't know that, that was But Tom Holland's the character, you're watch that. you're watching him grow up. You're watching him go through and yes. become the Spider-Man that he's meant to be. Which I don't care if it's ten years later, you know, ten films later, he's eventually gonna get there, which is why I like the comic book version of him. And that's why I feel Tom Holland's the better.
1: And I after talking about this multiple times,
0: I still I I'm
1: still I am a huge Tobey Maguire fanboy, and I'll throw it out there. But I'm also willing to accept certain things about you know like like again andrew garfield if, if he did something right i'll gladly own up to that and say like hey you know but unfortunately that you're just an example right here but tom holland though i can say i say he's a very fluid he's a very fluid character a lot of things can happen with him i do agree with the comic book accurate because that is true because even if you go back to tom or tom if you go back to toby he's got the web shooters in his wrists he doesn't have anything crazy no technology I was always a fan of that. A lot of people weren't, and that's one of those things. It's personal preference. I grew up watching those films, nostalgia. I'm sure if I were to go back and watch those movies, I'd pick them apart, even though I would love them regardless. But Tom Holland has a superior team backing him. He's in a power play position. Like He could just seriously throw some Hail Marys at this point and probably make it work just because of what's happening around him, as well as the fact that he... If that's the plan, if that is the plan for him to go through this slow growth and for him to become the Spider-Man, that solo-friendly hero like that, which it very well could be because whatever traumatizing event occurs to him later on might make him not want to work with people and we might see a death of a character, who knows, uh, especially if there's a Venom movie of some kind. Um,
0: this is going to get morbid real quick, but I would love, and I'm sorry to interrupt, keep that thought, ahead, ahead. I, would love to see, I would love to see them jump through the Spider-Verse. And every time he jumps from Spider-Verse to Spider-Verse, you know, from timeline, like he goes in from Tobey Maguire's timeline to Andrew Garfield's Mar- yeah. Miles Morales. I would love to see Uncle Ben die each time. Oh, no. <laughs> There's like three Uncle Ben deaths okay. in the middle. Of Only Uncle Ben
1: stays dead in the comics, <laughs> folks. That's it. So, and he honestly, it's the truth, but... That'd be fantastic. That'd be a great... It'd uh, be like almost like Fantastic Four. But, uh, oh, boy. Like that movie.
0: The, the two originals I thought were really good. Fans were... Uh, Fans were split on the original Fantastic Fours, but nobody split on the new Fantastic Four. That's
1: that, why, yeah, the new ones. Michael B, it was, Michael B. Jordan was in that, right?
0: Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, that's, that, the only good thing about that movie was
1: Michael B. Jordan. He still wasn't that good in it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm not even... I'm saying... It doesn't even have to be his acting performance. I'm talking about the fact that he was in it. And that was... Because that's what led to him getting the role in black
0: band i don't black think Bandit. that led to him getting the
1: role. no like that was like one of the things they looked at and they were like
0: that almost lost him the role i hope he fired his I mean, agent after that. that oh no no no! after an agent gets you that type of film for the fantastic four i'm hoping he fired. fired his agent <laughs> you're fired you're fired. <laughs> um, no i'm kind of hoping that he did just for the simple sake of like that is a film there's certain actors that can rebound from bad films like samuel L. jackson snakes like on plane he can rebound you know but there's certain actors that don't rebound from bad films. I
1: mean, Ryan Reynolds almost didn't.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It took like, him years. There's certain actors back. that do not. So if you get a high-end role and you hit and miss, you know, so it, hurts. it
1: Entertainment's it, it, like that, though. That's how that life is.
0: And for everybody else watching, if you are living out your dream, I hope you live it out to the fullest extent. And don't ever give up. With that being said, once you mess Smash up. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Once you messed up, you messed up. And you know what? I understand that because listen, I'm a director. I do my own films. I write my own content. There could be one day where I could get a big opportunity to direct, like, uh, let me say, Treasure Planet. We talked about this. Yeah, I want to to direct Treasure Planet. If Disney gave me one right to one property, I'd be like, yeah, Treasure Planet. Let's do it. Um, Problem though, if I botch that up, probably not getting another director's gig for like another ten years. Like, so you got to understand. Doors open, doors closed. Just don't wait too long. Take as many shots as you can. But if you miss, uh, just don't miss hard. Unless you're Kathleen Kennedy. (laughs) Unless you're Kathleen. (laughs) You know what, though? I don't want to go on the... No, I'm not even doing it. No, not going on the Kathleen Kennedy rant. You've been around so many gifted storytellers between George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, and you've helped produce those films. And you give us that crap. That's all I got to say.
1: Wet pile of crap? (laughs)
0: Filoni, where are you? We need you.
1: The universe. Um, Verse. I really hope that's going to be a thing. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> as far as like the whole Spider-Man part goes, you know, like having that slow growth and that team behind him, I do think we're going to see this is the the best iteration of Spider-Man that we're ever going to see. And <clears throat> currently, I still do believe that Toe Maguire is better in my eyes. But if this plan comes to fruition whatever this may be and again this could be all like thrown together and it's just perfectly like the perfect storm like you've said it's just perfectly playing out first of all that happens holy cow what a time to be alive because that's amazing in terms of film history uh but if it does happen then tom holland hands down will be the best spider-man we will ever see live action format uh animated it's a different story but i'm serious right now like you really gotta take a look at this and and just Really, think about what we've seen so far and what we're going to see.
0: Nobody's talking about this either. Maybe, you the theory out there, maybe. I'm just creating this. I've not heard this before, but maybe, you know, maybe they're just bringing Tobey McGuire back so that he can make another trilogy. They're going to kill Tom Holland and Spider Man off and be like, oh, Spider Man is. I actually Tobey wouldn't be Maguire. okay with that, though. That was it's,
1: it's a big joke, but I'm just making no, it.
0: No, I know, I know. But like, it's a, any, their way to bring him back.
1: Any, like, if they were to do any sort of. Because, like, at the end of the day, you can't overwhelm your audience I, th- I feel like we're desperately like trying to avoid that right now it, it's like just imagine a train or no actually just imagine a train coming and then a car like coming trying to slam on the brakes before they go over the tracks or like trying to well, over.
0: L- it. let's let's do closing arguments here okay okay let me start with what i think is going to go down between spider-man's future and the next films you know including venom or whatever
1: i really want spider-verse to happen
0: well, Spider-Verse is happening. I mean, like, obviously- I mean like
1: I mean like Tom Holland going and, and getting yes. lost that you I really do want that. I still don't think that's gonna happen. I say happen. he
0: gets lost. Doctor Strange brings him back, but not at the end of this film. I think he'll get brought back in multiverse of madness when that comes out. So that is my early prediction. Um number two, it'll help him grow. Number three, we will not be seeing Venom, I don't think, in the next, unless it's an end-to-end credit scene for No Way Home. I'm going to still put money on Miles Morales. I think that's semi so of safe I have because to ask setting up. Well, here's the thing too. Think about it. They're coming out with a new Spider-Man game for the PlayStation Five. They've already yes. announced that Venom's in it. So there's yes. always there's you, you, if you want to draw conclusions, that's like a different
1: that, universe altogether. Yeah, but Miles
0: Morales is in it. I heard. Yeah, well, he's got his own.
1: So, yeah, he's got his own. He was in. No, uh, no.
0: Yeah, but he but what if he? you're going to market to your audience?
1: Also, their Wolverine game is coming would, out.
0: I did not hear about that, but i are working excited. on it. So they got the but, flip, and they got the. So what, sh- what I'm what I'm trying to say though is, sh- I think that sh- I, I'm going to put a safe bet on being a post credit scene sh- for that. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> it's a safe bet um, to put it. I think it's a safer bet to put. A, no, it's it's a risky bet, but I think it's a semi-safe bet that we will be seeing Miles Morales at some it's, point.
1: I mean, it's. it's- I'll put it this way: It's definitely fair to throw that out there because it's not far fetched. Like it's not like if you were to throw out like, oh boy, let me think real quick. Who's a really obst-
0: let's say Gwen Stacy? Just just do somebody's love interest. Actually, so. you know, just do uh, Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen's like yeah.
1: Gwen if she were Spider Man. If you'll, you threw that out, there, I'd be like, dude,
0: you're not. It's not I, I Miles want M- that to happen. You'll have Miles Morales show up before she will. Yeah, and I and I want
1: I want her like, Spider. Really... You're not gonna see Spider Pig at this. Film, yeah, so. that's yeah. Simpsons, yeah. but yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Now, if that happens, uh, I mean, I will go. Although
1: Spider-Pig is also a thing in general. It is.
0: Um, He did show up in,
1: in, technically he showed up in Simpsons before everyone. Now they made a reference, but.
0: Those are my early predictions. I just, and and this is one thing too, and I will let you take the rest of the time for this podcast, but everybody's getting geared up saying, okay, well, you know, Doc Ock's going to have a big role. You know, Electro's going to have a big role. Goblin's going to have a big role. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. There's a, there's a lot of characters going on. There's a lot of timelines that are going to happen.
1: Hello, Again, we, we
0: talked about it. You and me think that the MCU... He, Peter's going to be in the MCU for the first third of the film. Doctor Strange is going to do this spell. He'll get sent in the Spider-Verse. I the think Spider-Verse. he ends up in the Spider-Verse. But while he's in Spider-Verse... So say the first third of the film is... 20 minutes? 25 minutes? That's, yeah. Okay. Relevant? Probably. Throughout the next... Let's say it's a 120-minute production or whatever. Without the next... 100 minutes and they want it they got to decipher, it's gonna be a little bit less than that let's say with with the next 90 minutes you're not gonna be able to f- flesh out Doc Ock's role I think Doc Ock gets like a good 10 minutes I think Electro gets a good 10 minutes I think um, all these other villains get a good 10 minutes Goblin gets a good 10 minutes and then it kind of wraps up and does its little ending for the last like 20 minutes I don't think they're gonna be all on screen at the same time does that make sense I think that they're gonna jump from in situation Mitchell, yeah. to situation to situation. Because if you notice, even when in this is kind of in the trailer, but kinda of maybe I'm miss maybe I'm mistaken in the trailer. They don't ever seem to be at the same place. Goblin doesn't seem to be at the same place. Goblin as Doc Ock. and
1: Doc Ock are on the same highway though, that Spider-Man's on.
0: Or is it just a highway?
1: Life is a highway. But if that, that, okay, ride it all night long. Okay,
0: here's the thing. Unless it's and everybody talks about um the laugh. Who's who's the goblin? William Defoe. Defoe. Why can't it be James Franco's goblet? Because in order to have Doc he Ock. Should. No, no, no. No, it has to be because they have Doc Ock on the bridge. Well, he's dead, though. Well, Defoe's already been dead at this point. Yes, if I it's know. in McGuire's universe. It doesn't matter. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying, though? It could be a different version. So yeah, I, I do. I think it's Franco's version. And nobody's talking about that Frank either. Franco did, by the way. He did. But no, but I'm saying nobody's Believe talking the character about that. Not so if they're in the same spot at the same time, it has to be those two characters. Because Doc Ock wasn't actually Doc Ock until. The second one
1: but keep in mind he's also not in control because if you but look he, but he didn't he wasn't created until the second one was why oh yeah why are you yeah, it doesn't matter though like it's still pulled people at different times and points
0: you could but i think it would make sense for toby mcguire if toby mcguire was in that scene like we're all saying he is it has to be james franco's goblin and it has to be doc august but I, I think they're in two separate spots.
1: I don't think I'm at I don't think it's just I think they're in the same place, but it's, I think it's, it's William Defoe's laugh.
0: And where are they traveling uh, on that train? Uh, what? Nobody's talking about the train in the trailer.
1: I, that's what I'm trying to figure out, because. Where do you think
0: they're going on the train?
1: To Hogwarts. uh oh, Hogwarts. Yeah. Nine and a half. Throw the, throw the, high, throw the uh, Harry Potter references out there.
0: But nobody's talking about that part. That makes me question that there's going to be a little bit more in the MCU than I think there will be, but. I still final prediction: Spider-Man stays in the Spider Verse for so I really want that to happen. I just don't think it will. And then he gets reverted back That's to Marvel for another contract in the future. Doctor Strange figures it out in in uh, multiverse madness, and there's my prediction. Go ahead, Donald. finish it out. I just what well, as far as like well, I think the outcome's going to be here. Yep. give us your final uh, take.
1: So I just think that okay. So I think I really do feel this way. I feel like. All, there's gonna be the Sinister Six. I feel like it's I personally I did say in the beginning that Venom was gonna be in it. I realize now that there's no way they could have fit that in with filming time, and that would, would make no sense. What and if they somehow got him in there, whoa. That's why I think it's gonna be a post-credit scene at best. Um But as far as I go, we already have four villains. Okay, four villains already signs of them being in there, and there's an figure in dark that we can't really identify that either looks like a lizard or people have said maybe like Venom, but again I don't think it's Venom, so I think I'm gonna go with the Lizard at that point, which would make sense because you could show representation from Andrew Garfield again from the Amazing Spider-Man, um, and the last person would more than likely be Mysterio or, or, or Mysterio, Vulture or Scorpion. I don't know if we're gonna see Scorpion because he's only been teased in Homecoming at the end of that, but it never nothing ever came out of that. Then again he's also in jail still, so. I do think it's a Sinister Six movie. They have all the characters there. They have all the pieces. Um, they especially have the amazing Hello, Peter, which I love. Um, but as far as that goes, I do think it's going to be a movie where Peter's up against these people. And he's not even going to know them. You know? And, and they're going to know him. And it's like, for an audience, I feel like that's going to hurt us. Because there's no connected, like that personal matter that I was talking about earlier. And I, to me, I'm going to take points off. If it ends with them still in the MCU or being lost in a multiverse... I'm going to look at this movie and say, you did it again and you, you let me down again with Tom Holland and Spider-Man. But if it ends with the Spider-Verse and goes that route, I'm going to sit here and say, oh my God, there's this is going to be it. This is going to be everything I've wanted from this character is going to happen now because I, I want him to be isolated. I want him to be on his own. But now I'm having doubts because I feel like this is, this is why I brought up this part about the movies of the post-credits scene before Spider-Man will return what was at the end of Infinity War you remember Infinity War Avengers will continue or something like that or like Thanos will return or something like that Thanos will return Thanos will return okay so they Marvel goes out MCU like they go out of their way Marvel Studios goes out of their way to say something
0: everybody keeps forgetting even though it is a Marvel contracted it is still a Sony film
1: but with that being said Sony does not run everything but Sony didn't come out and say that Not that, not that, not that, not that. I'm sorry. I said something. So Marvel comes out and says right away, expect Spider-Man to return. Expect Thanos to return. Even if we knew Avengers Part 1 and, well, Infinity War, it was originally Part 1, sorry. Infinity War and Endgame were going to be
0: happening. Which I'm still utterly confused because a lot of people, and this was, this was Jake too. Jake didn't know this at first either. But when we walked in the theater, I already knew this was a Part 1. Yeah. It's been like that for years. But people were still, did not understand that Infinity War would end. ended. They're like, oh, there's a part two. to Like, what? They thought this was like the final end, like the final battle. I'm over here like, I don't know where that got lost in translation. I don't
1: know either because it's been, it was part I, one and two for like all the way throughout. Like when they first announced phase three, it was part one and two. And then they yeah. changed it, like right before and they announced everywhere Infinity War. And then Endgame will be next. Some people didn't
0: get the memo, I guess. But oh, no, I just don't. Bottom line for me, and I'm, again, I'm going to let you talk because you're going to close this segment out, but I just don't see... I don't see how, within the next five years, everything Marvel's got everything lined out. They even got Blade coming out at some point. Oh, you know? I can't wait. They got everything coming out. They don't got room for Spider-Man. Sony has room for Spider-Man. Just bring him back in. And I, that's why I'm saying they can't... Unless they're just finding a way to bring Tony Maguire back in to be a Spider-Man. There is no way I can see Tom Holland's Spider-Man Going back into the MCU at the end of this. I think No Way Home is a good title. I think with the MCU of how they're going forward and everything else, they're showing that they're going to go darker. And Celestia, or uh, towards space as a whole. And what does Spider-Man have anything to do with space? He doesn't. I agree I with think. you there, because
1: he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's so, weird if you throw him out there. So it's you know like... what?
0: He's going to stay in the Spider-Verse.
1: So with, that being, with all that being said, I... I just want to go back to explain my I thought process real quick because I'm kind of like I'm I'm wishy washy right now. I'm I'm back and forth because I really want that Spider Verse idea, and you know, to me, it makes more sense than anything. But I don't see it happening still because Sony would much rather have that partnership so they could play hardball. Is what I keep on telling myself. But going back to that logic I was using with the post credit scene again, Marvel is upfront and honest. Like, hey. Expect to see this character because something big's gonna happen, okay? Spider-Man will return, and I believe the follow following movie he came back in was Infinity War, correct? After Homecoming, yeah, that's right, it is. So that happened. Thanos will return. Next big movie that happened was Endgame. Okay, cool, great. End of Venom, nothing, just a scene. And your interpretation and cut. As if there were any other post-credit scene throughout the MCU that never had anything said afterwards. That makes me truthfully believe, and a am wishy-washy now. And I've convinced. I've there was your argument, and then there was my argument, and there was the middle ground, and now I'm I'm taking that middle ground and I'm convincing myself fully of the Spider Verse because I do think that was left unintentionally or left intentionally with nothing there because there's a movie that's going to bridge that gap and in that and go figure the next Spider Man movie again. We've talked about it, we've beaten it to the ground at this point no way home that's supposed to connect venom 2's ending and uh where we're gonna be at with everything
0: and even if it doesn't connect it though
1: okay well, like, to some format i just not directly i'm not saying yeah. that but i'm saying like it's gonna get spider-man there and i do and i see that and i look at that more now because i could i could it's i gonna, just i
0: just think everybody no needs home, to I, I know all these spider-man fans are gonna lose their mind because they lost the mind as soon as they like it's like the contracts up with Marvel and Sony, they already lost their minds when that was announced. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> then they got it back and they're like, oh, and it was like t- trending on Twitter or whatever. Like, oh, Spider-Man's back in the MCU. Do they have to announce their contracts? They don't have to. And so I, there's stuff I, that we could, I think it's smart they that they don't, but listen, it's going to leak. People are going to know it anyway. Um, but head. you guys, I'm talking straight to you, spider, Spider-Man people. My Spider-People. You need to prepare yourself for what's going to happen. Just saying, prepare yourself. That's my end note. Final note. give me spider gwen homo <laughs> thank you for coming on the podcast yeah no problem we've uh boy we're up to one 140 longest right. podcast that we have so and far
1: i've guys. been holding in my P since the start
0: sign off everybody donna shields unedited podcast tuning in at more episodes coming up we got hope speaks episodes coming up as well uh we have more short film ideas that we would like to that we'd like to bring in, and maybe we have a maybe we'll have a full r- downwriting conversation one of these times on Shield Hope. That'll be fun. Talk yeah. about the ideas that we have. Not going to flesh out um, prop or not not going to flesh out the scripts on air because you know what, we don't really want to do that. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Enjoy all these episodes. Look back at our previous history. Continue to watch our uh, our future history. Like, share, subscribe. Do whatever you need to do. Comment below. Thank you guys. Smash a- that
1: like button. Smash that subscribe button. Donate to our Patreon that we don't have.
0: We don't have anything. We really (laughs) should. Have a great night,
1: everybody. (laughs)